the curtains are on fire and you sitting here worrying about the dirty dishes in the sink. Yo, it's the Average White Fan Podcast. I am your host and the Average White Fan, Scott Elmore. Thank you for checking me out this week. We are at the halfway point of the season, and everybody's getting antsy. You got teams getting antsy because they thought they were going to be better. You got other teams antsy because they're getting close, and they weren't even sure they were going to be this good. We got some injuries. We got trades already happening. See, I love the NBA this time of year because they're actually going to do some trades, right? Unlike the NFL, there's a lot of talk, and, you know, it's, this quarterback's going here midseason. This is going to – no. In the NBA, guys move. Well, we had a trade today that I'm going to get to here in a minute. But once again, thanks for tuning in. Average White fan here talking about NBA basketball, where we talk about the team game. So today we're going to take a look at a few different things that have come up here lately. I know you've all experienced this when you pay for an upgrade or somebody offers you an upgrade and you – Take it, and then it's like, ah, was that really an upgrade? We're going to talk about that in terms of the NBA today. Also, we've got some teams out here that seems like they've been stealing from their fans for years. They keep doing the same thing. Fans keep paying more and more every year for tickets, but they keep giving the same results. They keep giving the same product on 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 the court. So I want to get into that. And we're going to talk about the old man at the club here at the end of the day. So let's start with the trade that happened today. The Raptors sent Pascal Siakam to Indiana for Bruce Brown and Jordan Ward. Now, we get excited anytime guys change teams. It's cool. Let's see what happens with new guys out there on the court together. You know, it's like the upsheeted open gym. You never know what's going to happen, right? But then there are those trades where you're like, hmm, they just kind of swap dudes. And we ask who won, who lost the trade. Usually there's a winner and loser. I'm not sure if anybody truly won or lost this, right? So let's look at it. Siakam. He takes like 16 shots a game. He gets you 22 points. Fairly efficient. He's got some size, which is something they needed, but he's only 6'8". Bruce Brown got a ring last year with the Nuggets. He's not an old guy. He signed a hefty contract with Indiana, but Siakam's got the same number, basically. So... But he was a guard, and this is a team that needed some veteran guard play, maybe a little defensive guard. So while I don't think it's bad to have Siakam on your team, I'm not really sure what the upside was and what the improvement was for Indiana because he's not going to help you guard and beat, right? He can't do anything against Porzingis, and he's not going to be able to guard the point guard for the other team, right? He can't do anything with Tyrese Maxey. He can't do anything when Jalen Brunson comes to town. He's not going to stop him. So, you know, this feels like when you go to a hotel and they're like, oh, we're going to upgrade you to an executive room. And you get in there, what is it? It's got a desk. Well, if you ain't at work, who cares about a desk, right? Or it's got a little sofa on it. Eh, It's a hotel room. Why do you need a sofa? So I'm not sure why they needed Pascal Siakam, but fine, whatever. Seems to me like (laughs) this is a team who looked at their needs and were like, oh, we need to wash these dishes in the sink. Meanwhile, curtains and everything else is on fire around them because they can't stop anybody on defense. So remains to be seen. There's another one that's being rumored right now where we're talking about the Lakers trading to get Tyus Jones 
or Colin Sexton. Now, both of these guys are on garbage teams. One is Tyus Jones is playing with the Wizards right now. They are a dumpster fire. But how very Washington would it be for them to trade and say get, oh, I don't know, D'Angelo Russell from the Lakers in exchange for Tyus Jones? Yeah, you're going to give up a grown-up on a team with Jordan Poole for this guy. They already gave up to get Bagley, right? Cool, whatever. You didn't give up much. You gave up Mascala and Gallinari. But now you got Bagley. You bring in D'Angelo Russell, you're going to have a team that's just nothing but running good. It's going to look like AM1 out there. So I don't know if that was going to go down. Now, the, the trade with the Jazz to get Colin Sexton might be interesting because I would just love to see D'Angelo Russell in Utah, right, and see how that rolls because he doesn't seem very Salt Lake to me. So, yeah, I just think – I think you got teams that are looking around trying to fill it out. I told you last week the trades I think should happen. And as some of that's coming to pass, I don't know if it will continue. But now let's get into the trades that it's not going to matter if it does happen, right? And that gets me to some of the teams that I think have been stealing money from their fans, right? So they've got Poole and Kuzma, right? Now they've got Bagley. They're paying Poole and Kuzma a shit ton of money. $52 million a year between them. They got DeLon Wright, who's going to be a free agent. All right, they got some other guys who are going to come up. They drafted Johnny Davis. That was their big draft land of the last few years. This is an organization that, quite honestly, is the real problem. You know, you can put it on coaching. You can put it on some players. That's fine. But this team doesn't do anything to help themselves. They drafted Trace Jackson Davis, who is now with Golden State. Jaris Walker is in Indiana, right? Their big get recently was Rui Hachimura in 2019. Guess what? He doesn't play for them now either. So I don't know what this team's doing, where they're trying to go. It doesn't make any sense to me. But yet and still, they sell all these tickets. My wife's aunt and uncle, they love going to the Wizards game. They get a more Mystics games probably, but they go – to the Wizards games. And I don't know. I I want to feel for the fans, but honestly, they're perpetuating this garbage. So Washington Wizards, once again, a team that's going nowhere fast, but doesn't seem like they're changing anything up. Now we move on to the Utah Jazz. Let's look at their draft picks over the last few years because we know right now they are the goodwill store of the NBA. This is where everybody takes the stuff they don't want anymore, the players they don't want anymore, drops them off, and allows them to stay there and play and then get sold off later. So let's see. Their pitch, Keontae George, he's actually playing, right? Bryce Sensabaugh, nope. Darius Basley, not there anymore. Grayson Allen, not there anymore. Josh Hart, not there anymore. Yep. A lot of guys that they've drafted are not there anymore. Why? Because they trade them away. As soon as somebody comes calling with another player, they can swap it out for and don't have to pay them after their rookie deal. Once again, I don't understand why fans are going to see these guys when you know what they're going to give you. You know that they're not going to give you a good product. They're not even trying. You expect this team to be better. Oh, we're going to move off of Quinn Snyder. They're going to be so much better. They're not. This team is not going anywhere. They don't have a plan. They don't have anything 
in mind when they're moving forward. You know, the Blazers, if the Blazers make any more trades this year, I still don't think it's going to matter. They've got something. They've got more than the last two teams. They've got something. I don't know exactly what it is. They're young. They got a lot of guys on two and three year deals. They seem to have pressed reset, getting rid of Dame, brought in Robert Williams. They got Brogdon. I guess they'll be the old head for a year. Chauncey Billets. We don't even know if he can coach because they don't give him a good team. So I'll give them a little bit of a pass. They drafted decent. They got Scoot. They got Chris Murray. Shaden Sharp is turning out to be a very interesting player. Anthony Simons is still there. He's interesting. So they've got some guys there. I, I don't think they're complete garbage. But they need to do something fast because this is a team that I'm starting to question whether or not their leadership knows what they're doing. Oh, now here are the teams that I really think have been so average that I would not want to go watch them play. My hometown Hawks. I go see them play every year, mainly because of whoever they are playing against, right? I caught them this year against the Sixers, which was fun. Uh, I saw them play last year on LeBron's birthday. A lot of cool stuff, but not once am I going because I think the Hawks are the bomb, right? Like, this is a team that hovers right around 500, made the playoffs first round last year, first round the year before. Eastern Conference Finals back in 2021. Impressive, right? But where are they now? The record is not getting any better. They're back to 41 and 41 last year. You know, you got Trey Young still launching up threes all the time and just in general not getting better. Jalen Johnson's coming on. AJ Griffin's coming on, right? Well, their rookie deals are about to be up and you got to pay them. Cam Reddish, he got traded out to the Lakers and now he's starting. John Collins, you got rid of him last year. Where are you headed with this? You drafted well. I love the fact that you drafted Kelly Oubre and then you traded him to the Wiz for picks. This is a guy that's starting and or playing significant minutes up in Philadelphia. They drafted Kobe Bufkin. I, I don't think he's going to be any good. Who is What is he doing? This is a guy that went to college for a couple of years, and you still don't really have a, have a need for him. Right? They had Mike Woodson as a coach. Let him go over the years. They had Nate McMillan. Didn't like him. Now we've got Quinn Satter. Not sure what he's doing. Coach Bud went up to Milwaukee and won a title. So I, I'm not sure where this team is headed. Guys, people still show up because it is Atlanta and it is a show. You got two chains and Migos sitting courtside. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a show. But obviously, they're not going anywhere. You got the Knicks, kind of the same thing, hovering around 500 all the time. All right? No 2023 picks because they were too good and they had traded them away. The only draft pick that they have still playing for them is Mitchell Robinson from 2018. So they've gone out in free agency. That's cool. You've managed to get Julius Randle. He's a problem. You got Jalen Brunson. He's coming on strong and really good. Then you trade away young guys like R.J. Barrett and Quickly. And you bring in O.G. Ananobi, who's a very good ad. But honestly, is he going to take you over the top more so than the two guys you sent away? No, he's not. You got James Dolan doing James Dolan shit. Isaiah Thomas was in running the team at one point. You had Jeff Hornacek coaching. Has he ever coached anywhere before or since? Mike Wilson was in New York and they moved on from him. 
But somehow Sacramento figured out the Mike Woodson cheat code, I guess. All right. This is a team that does not perform above standard. They are in New York. They can't seem to get players. Obviously, it is an institutional issue there, and they need to make changes. And I had a lot of fun. Saw all the history there, the MJH statue and the banners and all that. It was super cool. And then I realized they are the University of Miami of the NBA. They are so trading on their old championships as if they are still good, still that organization. They are no longer that team, that organization. There is nothing left from that regime, right? They haven't been horrible at drafting players, right? They got Patrick Williams, Kobe White, Dasumu. Wendell Carter's not there anymore, but they drafted him. You know, they signed free agents to too much money, like Zach Levine. You know, they got Lonzo Ball and Torrey Craig with player options coming up. They got Caruso, right? I, I don't know where they're headed with this stuff. DeMar DeRozan has had a career resurgence there. But who cares? I mean, they're still average at best. They're still not moving the meter with anything they do. And that's got to be either I'm not developing well or I don't gauge the talent that we're bringing in and what we can do with it. Obviously, Billy Donovan's got to go, but what else is there that needs to happen? Because you've had players there. Jimmy Butler didn't want to stay there. I don't know. Now, obviously, Bulls tickets are not cheap or easy to come by either, but somehow they keep rolling in there and giving them money, even though the product is kind of average. Now, I'm going to do this part right here on the old man at the club with a whole lot of reverence now, all right, with a whole lot of respect. We've all been to the club. We've seen the old guy posted up by the bar, right, drinking his drink. He's older than everybody there. He wants to have fun. He's, he's chilling. But you look at him and you're like, mm, isn't he a little old to be here? Isn't he maybe past his prime? Shouldn't he be at the other club that closes at like 11? That's what these teams are giving me, especially Golden State. The Warriors, these guys are past their prime. We keep talking about, oh, what trade did they need to make? They brought in this guy. What could they get for Draymond? Draymond should go here and there. Look, these cats are old. Chris Paul is 38 years old. 38 years old. He's old enough that he could conceivably have a kid playing in the league. Draymond is 33. Steph is 35 years old. Clay is 33. Clay is washed. And I know people say that too often now. But Clay cannot guard anyone. He can't hit shots like he used to. We want Clay to be the Clay of old. He is not. And that's okay. Not everybody's going to be LeBron playing when he's 50. But it's time to move on from this notion that this team can do anything other than ride it out. Clay's unrestricted free agent into the season. Chris Paul, his contract is up at the end of next season. You got to start to rebuild because you haven't been developing any talent. So just sit there, take your drinks, right? Wait for the lights to come on at the club, shuffle on out, and then we'll put it together again. Thank you for the years, but y'all are not going to be a contender anymore. The Heat are on their way to that, too, by the way. Miami, Kevin Love, 35. Kyle Lowry, 37. Jimmy Butler, 34. I'm so tired of the Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets. Oh, he's clutch. Oh, he's one of the best in in the league. He is not. Every time I look up, Jimmy is not even in the box score because he didn't play. Jimmy's missing a lot of games. He's old. 
He played hard, so his body was worn hard. Kyle Lowry, we know he's there just as window dressing, but the problem is Kyle Lowry makes a lot of damn money. And I, I don't know. I, I just can't understand why you're holding on to these guys, especially in the offseason, when you knew you had young guys coming in. You knew you were going to extend people. Yeah, Kyle Lowry's making $30 million this year. Now, he's an unrestricted free agent. You're going to let him go. But, yeah, Bam's making 32 and 34 next year. Jimmy Butler's making f- almost $50 million next year. He'll be 35. That is insane. Right. Meanwhile, you got Duncan Robinson, who I don't know how this dude is 29 already, but you've got those guys coming along. You've got the Jaime Hawkinses of the world. You've got the Tyler Heroes, the Bams. There's no room for these young guys to develop as long as you keep the old heads there. Now, my wife and I have been talking lately. There's too many old people still in jobs. I love Hubie Brown, right? Does the NBA games. Hubie's like 80-something. Somebody was hoping to get that job because it was going to be time for Hubie to retire. All right? It's time for Jimmy to move on. I know the league doesn't have all the stars they need, but it's time for Jimmy, time for Kyle to move on. Kevin Love to move on because the Heat are shooting themselves in the foot with this. Bucks did the same thing in the offseason. They said, you know what? We're going to move off of Drew Holiday. We're going to move off of Grayson Allen. Yeah, let's do that. Let's sign Chris Middleton, 32, to an extension. 32 years old, coming off of an injury. Pat Connaughton, stay here too. Jay Crowder, we want you back at 33. Dame Lillard, yeah, we're going to give you a bunch of money at 33 years old so you can continue not to guard people. I don't know what they were thinking. I know that the Lopez brothers are a package deal, kind of like the Andre Cupos. They're 35. They're 35 years old. And that's what you're banking your, your season on. Right? Brooke Lopez, $23 million next year. Whew, man. Yeah, they're, they're, their roster's a mess. $48 million next year for Dane. And I, I don't know what you're getting out of him other than the other team's point guard scoring at will. So, I think the Bucks. They doubled down on this season, hoping they could get another title. For Giannis, the truth is, the Celtics and the Sixers are better, and they're younger. This brings me to the Clippers, who are, without a doubt, my least favorite team in the league, mainly because they got James Harden on it. So, look, P.J. Tucker could still help somebody at 38 because the things he did didn't require him to be young and spry. Russ is 35, still in great shape. Because Russ is a workhorse, all right? There's nothing wrong with Russ. I'd love to have him on the team. Harden is 34. This dude was not in shape, disinterested, and oftentimes hurt when he was younger. Now, at 34, you think he can pull that shit and it's going to work? No, I think not. Paul George is 33. Hurt a lot. Kawhi Leonard, 32. Hurt a lot. You got players on this team that need to be playing, Right? You've got players on this team. Bones Highland could be playing on most any team, right? But he's seeing no playing time there. You got, as I said, P.J. Tucker. He's not seeing any playing time. You got Terrence Mann. His his playing time is down from recently. He's a nice young guy, 27. It's about time for him to get an extension. What are you going to do with that? 
Zubat's 26. He's a young player, but he's not getting any kind of meaningful minutes. It's time to move off of some of these guys. You got Norma Powell out there making $20 million next year. What the hell are you doing in L.A.? But yet we're going to sit here and say that they're a title contender. No, they're old. They're old. And if you don't pair these old guys with somebody young so you can have a little bit of balance, y'all, y'all are toast. The West is too damn good for that to fly. So, yeah, these are these are my old man at the club teams. I think they've seen their better days. It's time for them to start going to those afternoon jazz festivals. That's about the end of their run. All right, so going into next week, they're doing this thing called Rivals of a Week, and I don't know, that's, that's kind of weird because players move around so much and people follow players more than teams a lot of times. So I'm not sure what that's going to be. But we're going to continue to talk about trades next week. We're going to continue to talk about teams that are actually trying to do something and build something. And games that I want you to check out this week. I think there's going to be some fun games. I'm watching the Lakers and the Mavs right now. Two teams that are like one or two pieces away or maybe just mindset away from actually being much better than what they're playing right now. Friday's games are awesome. right? You got the Sixers and the Magic playing. That's some old and young. I want to see Paolo bang with some of them guys. Nuggets and the Celtics are playing on Friday too. That's a potential finals matchup. I have fun watching that every time. You got the Zinger and Big Honey out there playing. Then we've got the Suns and the Pelicans Friday night. Eh, not as great. Two weird teams to me, but it'll be a fun matchup. Then Monday of next week, Celtics and the Mavs Monday night next week. Check that one out. That'll be fun. That's going to be a lot of scoring, not a lot of defense. As always, check me out on Instagram at AverageWhiteFan. Send me an email, AverageWhiteFan at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Remember to follow, like, comment, share the podcast. Tell all your friends about it. We want to get the following up. As always, enjoy the basketball. We'll see you next week.